Listeners are advised, this podcast contains coarse language, themes of an adult nature, and inappropriate thoughts about boy bands. And inappropriate thoughts by boy bands, motherfucker. So, Amy, you... You said so. Amy, why am I here? We're here because we did a recording Zoom thing with Jessa and Danny in Adelaide, oh, yeah. Australia. You and we made did me it wake up weeks ago. and talk to your friends. Oh, we are really early because of the time yeah. difference. Sorry about that. Yeah. <laughs> it's fun. We recorded it ages ago and then we thought we were going to include it in a bigger piece, but it ended up being its own thing. So Yeah, um, basically we chatted too much shit to make it a part of a of, of a, of a regular episodes and we thought eh, let's just do a mini yes yeah. a bonus track for everyone it's basically just us chatting to other fangirls so yeah which is what know. i always didn't want to do but this is different so danny doesn't have a boy band no it's a sadness that i yeah. feel no one should suffer and they started listening to the podcast during lockdown and they're now on a mission to find danny her own boy band uh, can one i just episode at a time can i just say at this point that Jessa and I have been friends for a while now and we started, you and I, this podcast at the start of 2019 and it's taken her until fucking coronavirus to start listening. You Although, lives, Amy. in her defence, she did say she didn't know what a podcast was <laughs> and her husband was like, you just go and download it and she was like, don't have to pay it. Like, what, how, what is a podcast? So he sorted it out for her. So now they're listening. Thank you, Mr. Jessica. Finally. Yeah. So here's our chat with uh, Jessel and Danny where we uh, attempt to find out about the mission to find Danny a boy band. Morning or evening for you. Morning for us. Evening, yeah. Yeah, sorry about the fuck up on time. I thought you guys were nine and a half hours ahead of us. Well, it actually worked out okay because we'd just done a test because Danny had never used Zoom before. It didn't Uh, work clearly. So we we literally had just hung up from testing. (laughs) (laughs) It's fine. We can see and hear you now, so it's fine. Um, and then I just hung up and then I ate some cheesecake and I was like, maybe I should put my pajamas on or have a shower. So luckily, um, we got you, you when like, you went naked. Beautiful. <laughs> right. <laughs> that could have been upsetting. So today we're chatting with two Australia based fangirls, Jessa and Danny. They've been doing Instagram live reviews of each of our podcast episodes. So we want to get you on for a chat because there's something we're specifically interested in, um, what piqued our interest was find Danny a boy band. Um, but to explain to anyone listening, Jess is a friend of mine from the Take That World. And I guess we met by the Facebook group. I think so. Back in um, 2017. No, you, found me on, you found me on Twitter first, I think. Well, was it when you were doing your amazing countdown for the... Yeah, when I did the countdown, yeah. Yeah, and then really I think cool. either you or Angie in the Facebook group dragged me in and we're all like, what's going on? Right. Okay. So we started doing our stalking on the Facebook group yeah. for the Australia tour for Take That. <laughs> okay. So Jessa and I are friends through the Take That fandom. So hi, Jessa, first of all. Hi. And hi, Danny. Danny is Jessa's yes. son-in-law. Cool. I need specifics as the genealogist among us. I need specifics on this. Danielle's yes, married to Jessa's exactly. brother. Jess yeah, my older brother. Okay, cool. Thank and Jess is married to someone who is the spitting image <laughs> of Rich Cronin from LFO. <laughs> Truly. So, yeah, that was a nice surprise for you when you heard the LFO <laughs> episodes. <laughs> but you're like massively behind, aren't you? You've only just started. Oh, yeah. We're like, um, I think 
10 episodes in or something mm. or mm-hmm. just 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 over yeah so which I've, re- started, goal- I've started listening to one or two episodes before you because I found when listening to your lives that you reference stuff and I'd be like <laughs> I don't remember saying that yeah it's such a long time ago I can't remember anything and I was like you did something I'm talking about our most embarrassing moments and I was like I can't remember what my most embarrassing moment is <laughs> I had to go back so I've now jumped so I'm about I'm going like two episodes ahead of where you guys are re-listening oh you're hilarious cringing <laughs> cringing and really it's very awful listening to us especially the very early episodes when we weren't I'm not saying we're experts now, but we were. We definitely are experts now. <laughs> we were particularly <laughs> rough when we started. So you've got that. I like them. I think, we... I think they're really cute because a lot of it sounds like the way fangirls yeah, talk yeah, when they're just together. Totally. Yeah. I think that's what that's what's charming. I think about it. Yeah. A lot of my friends have said they'll be listening in the car and be having conversations about <laughs> stunned at why we're not replying to their contribution <laughs> to the conversation. So I'm like, eh. Actually, I felt that listening to your Insta lives. That's why I'm always there in the comments going, uh, oh, I need to be a part of this. So, <laughs> so why did you decide to start listening to the podcast um, together? So late. And, and what was the inspiration <laughs> for you doing the reviews on Insta live? Well, I think what happened was I had always meant to listen to it, but I'm old and didn't understand what podcasts were. And I thought it was a bit like, this is so stupid. I thought it was a bit like iTunes where you had to like pay the, pay for them and subscribe and things like that. And I'm kind of cheap. And I was like, mm, I don't know, I'll get to that. And then um, when my husband sort of said to me, <laughs> my husband said to me, that's not, that's not it. You just go and listen. And I was like, well, and then Danny had just gone on a boy band binge. And I said to her, well, my friend Amy. It sort of lined up so really well. Was that, yeah. a, was that a lockdown inspired binge? Was it, were you, have you guys had a massive lockdown over there? No. <laughs> two, Not really. Been, our... Life is normal for the two of you. We've, no, we had a, um, there's, there's sort of like, we've just got like minor restrictions here where we can only have like, say, gatherings of 10 people or um and we were expected to sort of like sanitize going into stores but i think like so it wasn't brought on by the frustration of being in the house for i've been in the house for 17 weeks and i need something to do (laughs) oh god i'll listen to the podcast then well i don't know i don't know what spawned um what danny what spawned your initial boy band i don't remember at this point i don't know what happened but i was just like i went into a full um in sync spiral <laughs> and i was talking to you about it and you're like okay trash um there's so many other good boy bands and i don't know i think it lined up i think that's the mantra of all <laughs> the mantra of all fangirls isn't it so i don't know what happened mm-hmm. but <laughs> here but I now am. I'm, here. I'm at the bottom of this well <laughs> and i don't know how to get out so what boy bands did you start with? So did you, how did, how did you even do it? Did you go for yeah, boy bands that you'd already heard yes. of when you did your So binge? basically yeah. when I was a child, Backstreet and NSYNC were super popping. So they were like it. And obviously I listened to them back then, but they've always been nostalgic for me. So I don't know. I just, one night I went on a binge and I was like, this is, you know, boy bands. And Jack is sort of, Jessa's like, um, listen there's like so many other good boy bands out there and you know what my friend has this podcast so why don't we just like 
try to fix this NSYNC problem you're having. And so far, it's just made it worse. <laughs> like, I just am loving them more. So I don't know. Because Jess has actually got quite, and she reminds me a lot of you, Zoe, in that there's a, an acute, I mean, I've got a number of boy bands that I'm into, but you and Jessa both have this history of being like right this is my boy band but I also love this boy band and I love this boy band like where you went Bross the, the, the boy band the boy band slut type is, I think, <laughs> <laughs> and Jessa's obviously you're a fan of Take That and the Monkeys and the Bay City Rollers yep. and New Kids mm. on the Block so like what's your history with background with boy bands well my first boy band was definitely Take That because I thought I was too good for boy bands i think yeah okay. that i mean well i mean I, new kids but i was i was definitely a kid with new kids like i was like 10 yeah same. so yeah but then um yeah take that was a big boy band thing for me and then i always thought that the monkeys were like the cool thing that me and my friends who didn't like boy bands did mm. but then they're obviously a boy band too so um but no, I just went through Take That to The Monkees um, and then I was definitely into Backstreet as well when they came out, uh, even though I was a bit old probably for them. Um, never too and old, then I got... Jessa, never too old. <laughs> I wasn't their target demographic, I don't yeah. think. Um, and then I got heavily into K-pop groups probably in my mid-20s. It was all like, like Big Bang and uh block b shiny those sort of things so but now i think i think i just um i'm at that stage in my life where i think that that's probably my genre i thought that boy band is my genre like i thought that um i used to think grip pop was my genre because my favorite band's like pulp but i think that that's maybe just an exception to the rule (laughs) I, I had a massive Britpop phase as well. And when I say massive, probably a decade and a half Britpop phase. I moved from boy bands over into Britpop and did that solidly. You were, you were good... on tour with the Stereophonics for a long time, <laughs> weren't you? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I've, I, I had that phase. I think that's a natural progression as well, though. For me, I kind of, the bands I went into Britpop via were very boy band, like, not, weren't boy band-like, but they were young teen early 20s so for me it was a kind of a natural curve into Britpop and then more festivals and stuff like that I think there's a definite like crossover because Britpop seems to be like it was the same idea with boy bands where it was targeted at young females like Blur were definitely targeted to young females and the Oasis Blur like uh, rivalry, rivalry was definitely yeah. a teenage girl thing and then you like menswear they were all pretty so yeah think that it was like Britpop sort of made pop that was cool for ki- girls who didn't think that they were like teenage girls they wanted to yeah. act like they were you know 20 year old indie kids so <laughs> so what's it like over in Australia as a boy band fan in the the majority of boy bands it's not a territory where you get a lot of visits so the the you know you've got human nature and you have your own kind of homegrown boy bands that we've got Mm. a massive list of Australian ones we need to look at at one point um but the majority of the you know the peak boy bands very Mm. rarely touch foot on soil over there so you don't get that like Amy and I have the opportunity to kind of like I'm going to go and try and meet my boy band now you don't really have that there so how does that No. differentiate your relationship with with your boy bands 
Well, there's a lot more, I think, fan interaction, really. Like, we spend a lot more time just sort of talking. Like, you, you definitely, like, you'd hook up with your fan friends and you'd do definitely, especially when I was younger, and just do, like, themed things together just to appreciate the band. Um, but no, we don't, because we don't get them here very often, we sort of don't get to do that full immersive fangirl in their face. Because um, even Human Nature, like, that's one of our boy bands, but they're never here. <laughs> no, they're in Vegas, aren't they, now? Yeah, they're in Vegas. Like, it's just... Although I heard the they... devastating news via Rachel oh. that one of them's returning <laughs> to Australia. Yeah, Phil's coming home and Rachel had a nervous breakdown. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's disappointing when your boy band loses a member, isn't it? Yeah, it's pretty sad. But I just feel like shouldn't, I, I would be more excited. Like, well, that's one. Three more. Yeah, yeah. okay, yeah, 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 fair yeah. enough. But so, you so have... when you do get visits, what's what's that kind of build up of emotion like? Like you, you find out oh. they're coming and then to the point where like it happens. Because I've seen a little, uh, two pictures of you with Gary Barlow where you do look like you're either in tears or on the verge of tears. <laughs> and kind of normally I... if I saw that, a fangirl posting a picture like that, I'd be like, oh, kind of that's me. But for, I know it's a completely different emotion for you because that's your one time, like your one. Yeah, well, I mean, the last time I saw Gary face to face was like ninety, I want to say ninety seven, I think, when he came for the So Help Me Girl promo tour. So that's like twenty years between seeing your idol face to face, and I mean, a lot of girls from here go overseas to do it, but I, I'm not that type of person. But no, it's it's very you you you're fifteen again when you actually get face to face with your boy band and I mean like I'm like I wouldn't say I'm like a backstreet like a fanatic of backstreet like I really like them but I wouldn't call myself a backstreet fan I think I'd be disrespectful to backstreet fans but um like when I saw them live and met Brian like my god I like I lost my shit (laughs) like completely lost it he pulled you on stage didn't he yeah yeah I went on stage at um NKOG BSB yeah so yeah, nice. casually. <laughs> just casually. Just casually. Just casually. Okay. On stage. So that was the same concert. Oh, go carry on. Sorry. No, no, carry oh, on. That was the same where I, I nearly pushed uh, Johnny down the stairs because he came out to our section in the audience and, like, I've just leaped on him and he's, like, nearly, like, <laughs> the security had to, like, push him back up. He's nearly gone, like, oh, I nearly yeah. killed Johnny Wahlberg. So you're sorry. One, one of those girls. <laughs> yes. <laughs> So Danielle, focusing on on your um, I'll need to find you a boy band that's not NSYNC, and I'm down with the <laughs> NSYNC thing. I think it's great. I think you've made a really good choice, boy band. Yeah, I agree. I agree. We've got friends who do an but NSYNC podcast, do, and they're great. Do you have any criteria that you're searching for in a boy band, or is it just a feeling for you? Definitely a big feeling. Um, I don't know. I mean, we, we touched on it a little bit in our little IG lives, but my background is a lot different from boy bands. Cause like I, I said, I was young when, you know, Backstreet and NSYNC were, you know, it. So I didn't get to do the fangirl thing, I feel, cause I was too young. So, mm. but uh, when I was a teenager, I found um, Japanese girl idols. So they're sort of, they're different from boy groups, obviously, but you get to fangirl a lot and in similar ways. So I was in that for a long time. So um, what was it? where was I going with this? I, I know I know how to fangirl now. <laughs> now I'm an adult and I know how to yeah. do it. So 
do you find that do you find that the fandoms similar like the the, the um passion and, yes. and i don't want to say obsession within the the japanese fandom stuff. is that kind of the same as what you see in yeah boy yeah yeah so um i actually got to go to see take that with jessa when they were here um i love how you're saying jessa <laughs> jessa <laughs> If Jessa would have one name and stick to it, it would help. It's it? weird, yeah. <laughs> but um, I got to go with her to take that. I, I think it's because she's CIA, but we'll get onto that in a minute. Carry on. <laughs> um, she actually put me through a bit of a take that boot camp at the time because I didn't know anything. So she was like, <clears throat> she was like, okay, get this. Like, this is like my whole teenagehood. So she had like, you know, history to go through and I watched all sorts of take that stuff and I got this documentary yeah yeah, yeah yeah I got totally prepared to see take that and I had a really good time but like now I and actually the day you saw them did you did you see them in Adelaide uh so she went to Melbourne and that's where I was living at the Melbourne time, yeah. I was going to say, so the Melbourne date was the date that Australia got the equal marriage vote. Yes, yes. Wasn't it? So it was a massive, massive night. And um, and obviously, Jesse, you cried and got put on the big screen, <laughs> which that. was one of my favourite moments of the whole tour. That was amazing. So it must have been an incredible atmosphere inside that arena. Yeah, it was really, really fun. It was like... I went into it with not a lot of expectations and I went out of it like, okay, I get it. Like, I understand why you love yeah. this band so much. Like, I, I, I understand. And you were in the front row, weren't you? So that always helped. Yeah, we were super close. Um, got to see her <laughs> crying on the big screen. Like it was, it was so good. It was, it was really neat. But um, I feel like- I think that's, a, I think that's sorry. So I think that's something that happens to anyone when you take them to a boy band thing and they've not done it before, even if they're slightly skeptic. Because a lot of a lot of the husbands that come on the new kids on the block cruise have gone once because oh, I suppose I'll go and see what she's all on about. And then that's it. They're in deep because of Oh sorry, my mum's phoning me. Let me just um <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Jan, um because of the atmosphere, the the camaraderie around it is once you get into that and you see how it works and everyone interacts with each other and also kind of just the emotion and the euphoria I think is the word I'm looking for that I once you see that and experience it you you, you, you want to go back and get it again I think it's impossible to be miserable in a room where thousands of people are filled with joy and they're projecting that joy you can't you can't not feel it Mm. Even well the like, boys you say don't on the stage as well they just say the room's full of energy and mm. it's just the most incredible thing and I don't think you get that from any other fans than fangirls really yeah absolutely yeah, you're not getting that at Foo Fighters <laughs> or at Nirvana or at U2 it's not the same because people aren't that they're just not pushing out the same level of joy as a boy and band excitement group. yeah would you take the no husbands allowed to see boy bands I don't think they um, go. I don't think they go. <laughs> <laughs> um, Simon doesn't like music, so my husband he, he would does like music. We go to a lot of concerts, but he's a bit of a pop snob. So we go to a lot of like oh, metal no. concerts and like actual instrument concerts. But when it comes to pop, he's a little more like, hmm, 
I don't know, babe, but I think he would. He'd be more likely than Simon <laughs> to go. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm about the still stunned over here at the doesn't like music. <laughs> yeah, what like, about the uh, cruise though? Because it. you, Jess has got some opinions on the cruise. Oh. oh. It Go sounds on. awful. <laughs> like, it just sounds like... That's what I always say as well. <laughs> Have you but taken that funny, from me talking about it on the podcast? It sounds awful. Because I'm yeah, not the sounds... best person to ask. <laughs> no, it just sounds like, um, I don't know, like I went to um, one of Johnny's uh, after parties um here in in Australia and the atmosphere and the after party wasn't what I was expecting it, it was like um it felt like I've also it felt like a singles night like this <laughs> air of desperation with only one single yeah with one single and he's behind a velvet rope and and I was just I just feel like the cruise would just be 3,000 people for three days out on the ocean and it's just that's the air like it's just this air of desperation just constant where are they what are they doing how do we find them yes and um i don't think that. i don't think that brings out the best in women no so firstly talking about after parties i think the the, the word party really oversells it because it's not a party <laughs> it's it's basically an opportunity to go in a room that's dark and um stand with four or five hundred other women trying to see the top of someone's head whilst he dances yeah. and sings to tracks um yeah. so the whole party aspect of that slightly oversold <laughs> but they are fun if you stand at the back of the room and just people watch so, oh we, yeah that's what we yeah. ended up doing yeah so, and the cruise is kind of the same thing so my first cruise was probably what you're saying there is a desperation there's a can i see them can i find them i've come on this cruise to meet my boy band i've been with them and and there is kind of like it's all structured events um once you've done it once and you've found your tribe your group of people then your next cruise actually becomes more of a reunion thing it's a hanging out with people it's a spending time with people and the fact that there's a boy band that happens to oh look it's seven o'clock should we go and see the boy band should we carry on drinking it's more that it's I, but I think you you're right that for the initially that it is very much that kind of you know it, it's like watching school kids play football the ball's kicked from <laughs> one corner of the pitch and all 30 of them run to that one corner and then it's lobbed the other way and they all run the other way. It is very much like that. But it's, you know, it's kind of, it's, it's like with all founders, you'll go down to, to, you know, to a record signing or something and you'll meet some people and then next time you've got some people to hang out with mm. and it makes it mm. more fun because you're seeing them again doing something you enjoy. So, I Can I make a recommendation at this point since you guys love to watch? I know that Jess has been watching The Surreal Life <laughs> and obviously you like the boy band documentaries. Uh, Rock This Boat, if you haven't seen it. <laughs> I haven't. I will watch it. I'll put that we'll on the list. I think together. only season one's on Netflix. Season two is obviously the much better season of Rock This Boat. Because so he's in that season. <laughs> as much as I as much as I rag on the, the, the cruise and, and say it sounds awful, I'm still sitting there like my phone still has like, you know, how much is it to go on the new kids on the block cruise? Like, <laughs> like I... yeah. Exactly. Exactly. You need yeah. to find out. So let's go back to finding Danny a boy band. Yes, sorry, we keep going off. No, it's tangents. fine. It's fine. Right. It's good. It's focus. So, I th do you think, Danny, that having, I'm guessing you grew up in the United States. I sure did, yes. 
And do you think that's probably had more of an impact on your boy band taste because you, you know, BSB and NSYNC are, and we're saying NSYNC, not NSYNC. I, look, you say it how it's supposed to be said. I I think it's NSYNC. I used to always say NSYNC, but I think it's NSYNC. I grew up saying NSYNC, so I don't know. Yeah, I think I think that's supposed to be. I think that's right, but that that's kind of very American. So we've obviously had all the English and European etc. boy bands. So maybe they never made it really over to the US in the same way. So perhaps being in the US has influenced your taste. Absolutely no. There's boy bands I've literally never heard of because I'm from America, and for whatever mm. reason they just it never happened, or I never and listened to them. Like. Or you decided they're definitely a no, such as the Jonas Brothers. <laughs> I think it's, it's a very, been a very hard thing for the, the European boy band to cross over to the States and become successful, even though for a long time your Americans sent their boy bands to Europe to be schooled in how to be a boy yeah. band. But there's very, very few that have made that crossover, like One Direction. But, but One Direction came at a time when that... It, uh, universality is the wrong word but because of social media there was a connection between fans in the UK and the US mm-hmm. more than there ever was with say New Kids yeah, another band that's kind of been more universal the American ones I think have much more success at, at, at crossing over to different you know territories I don't think the, the British one I'm trying to think Amy can you think of any other uh, the Bay City Rollers and oh, the Beatles yes. probably Sorry. yes <laughs> the only two major ones yes to get to America but we all go to Australia they all go to Australia don't they you get all our stuff over yeah. there yeah yeah because I mean, we're obviously because we're a colony and um we we're, we're a British colony I'm sorry that- <laughs> We're a British colony that wishes it was an American colony, so we kind of like suck from it's both so uh, directions. So true. Um, and we have like no identity of identity of our own, really. So it's like you're definitely we we really just absorb from both of your directions. Oh, is like. it was it Robbie who said it's like they've taken the best bits of England <laughs> and the best bits of Australia of America and put them yeah. together. Yeah, and we've made a complete mess of it, but that's what we that's what we've got. Yeah. No, how close are you how everywhere. close are you to japan there i just because almost all boy bands have this kind of one or two year patch when they went and then they didn't really do a lot but they were still huge in japan <laughs> yeah that's true <laughs> so i was just wondering about, whether or not it's kind of like about... we're going to japan we might as well go to australia is it one yeah of i think those? it's only like maybe six south yeah right? yeah it's not yeah. far yeah Plus, people want to come here because it's Australia and they think it's like a holiday destination. So they're like, oh, we'll go to Australia. We can go to the beach and everything. We'll just do a tour while we're there. True. That is true. I mean, can I say, I'd quite like to go. I have family over there. There's even a street named after my family in some outpost somewhere in Australia. (laughs) And I always quite fancied going to Australia, but was awfully put off by the whole Peter Falconio thing. Do you remember the guy that... The, yeah, that um, happened oh, when yeah. I was the there. That, yeah. Wait, what happened? Yeah, That's that... really put me off. And I know uh, two two young Brits were out um, just travelling around Australia and um, they got stopped and one of them was like on a an road in the outback in the middle of the night and one of them It was Alice murdered. Springs. Yeah. yeah, well, suspected murdered. Never Bodies never been found. Oh, all right. But it was, yeah, it was we were we I was there I had been literally where they were like a few a couple of months before and when it actually happened that one of the girls 
Joanne or Joanne Lees was the name of the girl who was in the couple and I was traveling with a girl called Joanne Lee and it was like there's just too many similarities <laughs> oh no but um yeah that it was really scary time to be a backpacker in Australia it's a bad thing to put me off an entire continent that mm. one incident yeah, once not, in not the snakes and the spiders which is what most people say <laughs> well we've had we've had Malat too and he went around killing backpackers as well yeah so. Ivan yeah. Malat yeah he was a, a nutter <laughs> yeah yeah Australia's got some good ones so mm. anyway again off on a tangent <laughs> so Danny Jonas is out Jonas is out I'm so sorry I'm disappointed because they. I know that we sound quite disdainful in our D- Jonas episode, but if you heard the phone call right at the end where uh, Zoe called and said they've just reunited, and I was like, "Oh fuck!" because we'd already <laughs> recorded it twice. So, and then they got back together, and we've seen them twice, and they're amazing. They're so good. I think, <laughs> I think it helps for us they really are I think it helps for us that we have Derian so we met a young Jonas fan right when they first were united and have been going to think to shows with Derian um and for me that helps because I when we went to see they played a gig down the road from where we live really weirdly in yeah. a nightclub that holds like 700 people um, so we went to see them there and we took Derian with us. And for me, it was watching her excitement that brought back my own young, you know, fangirling as a teenager that made Jonas excite- exciting for me. That's so nice. That's my love for them. I also think Joe Jonas is a snack. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what? which one that is. <laughs> it's crazy, it took us crazy. a while as well. Annie, do you have a specific like? Do you have a type? Well, like, see, I was just thinking about it. Jonas would never work for me because they're too pretty. So I'm, I can't get with the groups who are just like super, like super attractive right off the bat. Like, I'm very much into the type of idol that is just like, like kind of more of an East Seventeen. Yeah, or probably. Five. Yeah. <laughs> But I'm not quite sure when they last watched. I'm a little bit. And... I'm a little bit intimidated by five. So five's not my my boy band either. <laughs> so I'm. I guess I'm just really picky. Is the problem? I like In Sync because they're all really weird looking to me. So yeah, I really appreciate a group like that. Like they're sort of unique looking. They don't look like Ken dolls, completely. Like. I don't know. I don't know what my type is yet. You're a, but you're a, you're a Donny girl, aren't I'm you? I'm absolutely a Donny girl. <laughs> so do, do you think you verge more towards the bad boy? or I guess so. Or the one that's perceived as being the bad I boy? I guess okay. so at this point. Bond, bond, him, bond him with Danny <laughs> Um I find that quite strange. Because we like Mr. Boring, me and Jessa. We're Gary Barlow fans. You're, you're Japanese. <laughs> pop stuff they must be quite groomed and very perfect and all together they are but they don't start out that way so like I have one girl who I've been supporting for a couple years now and she just started out as like just a regular little funny looking teenage girl and now she's grown and blossomed into this sort of like Mm -hmm. pop star type thing so I I really like the cultivating like supporting them while they're you know still getting the hang of it not to go off on a tangent again, but yesterday I discovered for the first time, is it Chloe Kardashian? She's the one that does Revenge Body. Yep. I discovered Revenge Body for the first time. Fucking amazing. 
I like that. I do like it. It just made me think of that when you're talking about someone (laughs) starting off here and how they develop and become groomed. I do like remix. it because I like Chloe, but <laughs> yes, I don't, remix, I I don't like you. the idea that they have to get look really amazing to get revenge on people. It's a bit weak. It gets a bit weaker as the season yeah, go on, but it's, give, a, good, it's give, a good show. Just give them a big sword. Send them out into the world. <laughs> <laughs> so if we throw some boy band names out at you then, Danny, and see, because I, I think I've got a couple that would work for you if you don't decide to settle with sync, which would be fine. But I think Hanson might be a good option. And I think O-Town might be a good option. I think O-Town would be an excellent option. Because because you've with O-Town, you've got the opportunity to watch making the band from the start. So you get that being groomed from finding them raw yeah. and then being groomed into That's a boy important. band. I think that might... I'm trying mm. to think of what... What's your, mm. What do you think, Jessa? Who do you think fits Danny? Who you know her best? Well, I'm excited to learn about O-Town. I think that might be a good pick um, because she's obviously already, she obviously already likes that Lou Pearlman band. Like she already likes the NSYNC, the Backstreet Boys. So that might work. Hanson, I think, used to be quite weird looking and are now much more handsome. So that might work for her. I can't believe how much of a glow up Zach had. Yes. Like what happened there? I know, he grew up. I I couldn't, oh, I couldn't believe it. Yeah, but um, but then I would have to listen to Hanson a lot if she was a Hanson fan. It's just umbop on repeat, basically. That's <laughs> that's all Hanson fans do, I think. <laughs> I love it. I think it's great, but over and over again. Is that what happens when they go to a Hanson gig? They just play umbop <laughs> and then everyone leaves. Yes. I went to um, a Vanilla Ice gig once, and then he played um, Ice Ice Baby about halfway through his set, and everyone just left. Yeah, and that's it. <laughs> I was going to say, they just play all their weird experimental stuff for two hours, and then right <laughs> at the end, Umbop gets reeled out. So, yeah. <laughs> okay, well, I think we this is going to be an ongoing project. O-Town, the O-Town episode is about, well, it was June time that we met and interviewed them, wasn't it? Yeah. So I think and we've not done got... the actual O Town episode episode. No, we haven't. We've, we've done an interview with them, but we Wait, you interviewed the we whole band. O-Town. Yeah. What? Well, no, Dan left. Dan went to lunch. Oh, Dan went to get yeah, went to get dinner. <laughs> but yeah, Jacob, Rude. Trevor, and Eric. We interviewed them backstage at their London gig last year. Wow, that's exciting. Yeah, it was. They were amazing. O-Town and they... a good vibe. And go to O-Town's new stuff is actually really, really good. Yeah. It's not that I'm listening to this because they used to be my boy band and I feel that I need to still support them. It's actually really good. So It's the way I feel about listening to Thankful by New Kids on the Block. I actually like the song. Really? So, yeah, I do. I do. Out, I really of, like out of all their new stuff, you like Thankful? Yeah, definitely. Um, Jessa, why do you love Jordan Knight? <laughs> I don't know. I don't, it's, he's not my type. I don't know where it came from or why it's here or when it's going away. It's just. <laughs> do, you, do you want it to go away? Because I can talk to you off air and help you with that situation. That's what please, I said. <laughs> please help. I'm consuming. I'm basically looking up, like I'm Googling things like Jordan Knight asshole, Jordan Knight <laughs> cheating, Jordan Knight what a jerk and things like that and trying to find like all this information to like knock it out of me. Um, but but it's then you're just also dragging... buying dolls off men in car parks. Because <laughs> oh, it's, dragging... <laughs> it's just dragging me deeper in. 
I think I, just, I caused it accidentally because I kept calling you a Donnie girl. Like we were taught, we would be talking about new kids yeah. and I'm like, oh yeah, so you were a Donnie girl, like originally, like you're, you're totally about Donnie and you're like, no, 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 no. Originally I was a Jordan girl and I kept making you say that. And I think it's really caused an issue now. <laughs> well, I think because it made me reiterate to you, like I've said this before um, in RRG that I, liked Jordan but I wanted to be Donnie because I was a I was very gender confused as a child and um so then I'm I kept having to repeat that and then it's like when I keep saying I wanted to be Donnie then my brain's going well you can't have a crush on Donnie if you wanted to be Donnie <laughs> like that's a bit weird and self-absorbed so then you've just, it's your fault you've, um, you've turned me into a Jordan girl I, f I feel I feel that the Donnie the Donnie crew can pull this back. <laughs> yeah, I do. I definitely feel that that things can be made to happen that will reinvigorate that your love, your 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 first bias. Put the oh. doll down. Put the, Put the doll, doll down. down. <laughs> yeah, people listening can't see this, but Jess is hugging and stroking her Jordan Knight doll. So we've got Operation Find Danny a Boy Band and we've got Operation Kill Jordan Knight. Is that what we're calling it? I don't it? quite. I think we might need to work on the name for the second one. Okay. Let's make That's it more Wahlberg-centric. So the words work in process. a reinforcing Donnie yeah, Positive Wahlberg. reinforcement rather than murdering a boy bander. Okay. Actually, there's a book. Did I? Uh, we'll talk about that when we do our next episode. Sorry. There's a, a girl that's had her film optioned. She's writing a book called Kill the Boy Band and she's had it optioned as a film. Sorry. That was boy band news from about two months ago. Oh, that sounds very interesting. <laughs> Cut all of this. I will. <laughs> oh, Cut most dear. of the bits where I go off on a tangent. Just. <laughs> I had a very late. Out. I was on night shift last night and I didn't go to sleep till three o'clock. And then I said to Amy, make sure you call me at 10 because I was worried about not hearing the phone when she rang me at 10. I woke up at um, half five and then at half seven and again at nine o'clock. And then I called Press at 9.59 and was like, this is your early morning wake up call. I'm awake. My brain's not quite there today. Not <laughs> well, thank you so much, guys. I think um, this is, you know, going to be an ongoing thing and we will be, uh, be definitely be doing a catch it. up. We need, yeah. The world needs to know. Did Danny find a boy band? <laughs> mm. That but we're not going to know that until we get to the end of doing the podcast. So, That's right. yeah. so we have to start working more as well. Yeah, sorry right. about that. Don't no, no, you've got to slow down so we can catch up. <laughs> oh, we slow down a lot. <laughs> yeah. Once you get to the start of 2020, you're going to have no problem catching up. Trust me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's been a bit slow. Yeah. Um, thank yeah, you cool. so much, ladies. Thank you. Nice thank to speak you. to the other side of the world. Even though we got the time wrong, I got the time wrong. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay Good no one knows what time it is in australia we will um catch up with you on instagram keep us posted on how yeah, you're we'll going keep what's, watching. what's the next boy band in the who are you doing next do we know uh it's the uh the not the lou perlman episode so i think it's uh us, i think that's us five and take mm -hmm. five yeah that's it, us five oh yeah you've five. just watched the boy band con haven't mm -hmm. you oh my god yeah. i sat and watched the boy band con last night <laughs> so so good so I'm about to start writing about Lou Perlman. That's why. So, yeah. Okay. Sorry. Again, off on a tangent. Thank you so much, ladies. Thank you. It's Thank really you. great of you to you. join us. Meet you soon. Bye. Bye. Okay. Well, that was a good chat, wasn't it?
yeah some of your friends are quite nice <laughs> i'm not saying those are two of no they are they were lovely i really good fun so yeah weird. could you imagine like when you first started doing boy bandy stuff that you'd be able to sit and watch on video in your own house stroke bedroom someone on the other side of the world i know it's so weird about boy bands yeah you, you used to have to be pen pals with people didn't you You'd have yeah to write them long letters and then wait six months for them to write back there are actually a lot of people in i'm sure there are in the new kids uh, fan base but the same in the take that fan base who in the 90s found pen pals on the other side of the world and yeah. literally did that and they're still so, friends to, to this day so ronnie um has a a girl that she was pen pals with Hang back on. in the day i thought we don't we weren't supposed oh, to mention ronnie she who cannot be named <laughs> Uh, had a pen pal that uh, back in the day lived over on the west coast when he was on the east coast uh, rachel now lives uh long islandish so they've now met and I'll, we hang out when we go to you know remember when we used to go to new york um, oh don't i'm supposed to be out. going in three weeks i'm so mad dude I've bloody got, covid uh, i've got a booking that just keeps getting pushed back I'm i know back. I'm yeah. back. got an open ticket on virgin atlantic <laughs> So, okay. um, just while we're here, I also want to. Can I finish off by saying um, I want to send a lot of big love to um, one of my besties and crew, um, Brooke and Jamie. Jamie had um, Jamie was helicoptered to um, air. We call it airvacking. I don't know what they, they called it over there. It was helicoptered to hospital in St Louis about a week ago. Um, he was incredibly unwell, and it was very touch and go for a short. Uh, amount of time and I put a post out on Twitter asking for everyone for positive thoughts um I I don't necessarily believe in a god or anything but Jamie is doing really well now he's um pulled through he's up and about he's walking he's back home Brooke won't allow him to be alone she's allowed him knives so I don't know if that's a wise decision <laughs> he likes to cook so she allowed him to hold a knife so okay. I just want to send much love to Brooke and Jamie they're part yeah, of my lots of love my family they're my cruise roomies type thing so um, thank you everyone that, that sent messages what great news Twitter that he's doing and, so well um, that's yeah, amazing that, that's just cheered me up sorry that wasn't meant to be a down into the podcast it no no thank that's you. fine it was a thank you to everyone that sent love and everything to the two of them they really appreciated it and I really appreciate I spent two nights not sleeping and basically just crying. Um, so, so getting all that for, back from everyone on Twitter was, you know, just the warmth and it it reiterated to me that the strength of having your own boy band family and what, yeah, how amazing these fandoms are. So, also, this is our podcast, so we can say what we like and we don't have to apologise for it. You're right. So, thank podcast. you, people. And you know, you're right about the the fan the fan family because I've had some incredible messages from people following my redundancy as well from the take that fan base and it's just astonishing actually how much people care and i really appreciate all of you apart from you because you're a cunt not you zoe not you no no just oh, you her. the person you. yeah oh you. i see them now you yeah. that one yeah yep. okay uh, thank you once again for listening we will be back soon. next week <laughs> uh, soonish I'm going to go off now and decide what the next boy band's going to be um, I might do one. Oh, Jesus Christ Amy yeah, oh my god I might I started researching Backstreet Boys at the start of lockdown haven't got it any further way, it was way before the start of lockdown so um, yeah but um, yeah. yeah let's 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 think of who's next because okay we should do it 
I could I could get involved. So yeah, find us on socials. Oh, oh yeah, you can find us on Twitter at the Boy Band Pods. Instagram at I'm with the Boy Band. We have a Facebook page, which a lot of you are liking for some reason. We don't know why. Do tell us how you found us. Uh, there's also a Facebook group, which is the one that asks you boy bandy questions to get into, and it's very exclusive. Um, and then once you get in, you don't know who anyone is because yeah. I'm not in there under my own name, and everyone's like, who the fuck's this bitch? And I'm like, it's me. Because <laughs> apparently I just Amy. assume everyone knows my pseudonym. Amy, just give them the email. Oh, it's... um uh, oh, Shit. <laughs> <laughs> our email is theboybandpod at gmail.com uh, and we have a patreon if you've enjoyed this episode uh, you can uh, help fund our research because we might actually do some eventually uh, it's www.patreon.com forward slash boyband uh, don't worry about us taking money and not putting out episodes we suspend the funding when we're not actively publishing episodes so for yeah. this year I think most people have paid like twice yeah um, but we're over there at patreon um and that's it join us in the next episode and we'll put another boy band see if they can't topple mcfly from the top of the boy band chart yeah yeah, yeah. so um, um but remember it's not the boy band at the top of the chart that's the ultimate boy band it's the one that was there for you when you needed the most and got you from there to here boy band you later